Blog Talk Radio. Johnny Boy today. Hi, I'm doing good. How's how are you doing, Joanne? I'm okay, honey. Happy Sunday. And uh did you get to watch that thing last night? The uh the show they put on. I forgot the name of it, I'm sorry. Lady Gaga trying to raise money for the for the uh workers, the for the healthcare workers. I what we did is we, we recorded and we watched we'll watch that today, yeah. It was oh, really yeah, good. World- what was it called? The world, world, world of music, or something? Or I can't remember. Something I didn't see the whole like thing. No, but did you yeah. see? Oh, you didn't see it yet. When I, when you see the Stones do their their Zoom, oh my God, that, I couldn't believe. Well, it. that's a, that's really the only one I I, I could really watch because I I didn't really know who the other people were. <laughs> so yeah, well, I knew I the Stones. Yeah, what I did see was really good. I didn't see the whole thing, but welcome everybody the, the to the radio show. I'm sorry, Johnny. What? Oh no! The funny thing was that uh, when I was in high school, I sat right across from Patty Hansen, and Patty oh. Hansen uh, is uh, Keith Richards' wife, and right. she was a model at the time. And you know, she she'd miss like uh, days of school. We were wondering what else she was, and then one day she just never showed up anymore, and we found out oh, that wow. she was dating Keith Richards. So it's pretty funny. Well, I wouldn't show up anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we want to thank you all for joining us, and we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. we got Barry Pearl from uh, Greece. He plays Duty, and he's done a lot of stage work. He's done so much. He's a fabulous actor. And we, we also have Mr. Scott Wood. He's known as Mr. Punchline. This guy is going to make you laugh like crazy. God knows who's going to show up tonight because he's, in, he's an impressionist, and he is hysterical. So thank you to our sponsors, the High Bar Bistro in Garfield, New Jersey, Precious Memory Video in Kintnersville, Pennsylvania. KWV Wines in South Africa and Tease for the Times from Clifton, New Jersey. Let's get the show rolling. Mr. Pearl, are you with us? I am with you loud and clear. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. By the way, the so I didn't watch it. It was called One World, the, the program last night, the broadcast. Yeah. I knew it was something um, more. Yeah, I, and I, I was completely unaware of it, unfortunately. I hope that I'll, I'll be able to catch it on YouTube at some point. But I hear it was wonderful. Best friend told me that he watched. There were eight, I think, eight hours of broadcast. It was long. So I hope. They, I think, I yeah. think they raised like a hundred and forty million or so. Something, something wow, was a wonderful. Great. 
It's either fourteen that's million or one hundred forty million. Yeah, so that's amazing. That, but, that's uh, true. Yeah. So, but uh, well, We're, welcome. We we want to say thank, thank you, you so much for joining us. How are you making out in these crazy times these days? I, I'm doing pretty well. My wife uh, is working from home now. She's in commercial real estate management and has been working for a company for the last 34 years. And um, recently, uh, at the beginning of this year, she, she switched offices to just about around the corner from us. And ah. uh, now, because of this, she's working from home, which is great. Um, I'm, in, it's, it's rather odd, but I'm kind of enjoying the reclusiveness of it. Because I'm, you know, I'm mm. always coming and going and running and racing. And now I'm forced to stay home. And, and in well, so doing, I'm cleaning out our, our garage, and I have got stuff there, Joanne, from when God was a child. I mean, stuff that I brought back from the East Coast when my mom and my aunt passed away, and I've just kept it there for years, and it, it's time to go through it. And I right. have, it's been like a treasure hunt. The things that I've been finding uh, have been just phenomenal, including my original Grease script. And, oh, and gifts cool. and cards from from back in the day, and that's been great. That's really been a great find. Yeah, I yeah, did. I did the attic. I did. I did. I did the attic too. And when I did the attic, I was like, "Oh wow, uh, look at this! Look at that! I couldn't believe I found yeah. all this amazing stuff." So, oh, that's great. Exactly. Oh, you must exactly. exactly. So you know, we're wow. staying home. We're we're following the rules, and you know, fortunately. Uh, we have a house, so I've got a front yard, a backyard. We've got a neighborhood, very suburban. We can walk around the block if we wish, and we're not going to get in, you know, anybody's way or hurt anybody or have anybody hurt us. So, uh, listen, we consider ourselves blessed and fortunate that we have this. My heart right. goes out to the folks that do not, that are confined exactly. to a one room, a studio apartment, you know, in, in wherever. Um I cannot imagine. And, I, 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 and, and by themselves. My heart breaks. And by themselves. Yeah, and, uh, and that's correct. That's exactly yeah. correct. Right. So, Especially, um, the, the, you know, you know uh, our elderly, our grandparents that we can't visit. I mean, you know, our own parents. You know, it's crazy. Right. 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 Exactly. I mean, the people who have passed away without a loved one next to them, and that loved one whose loved one has passed away, and the feelings that they have about, right. you know, being absent for that experience. I mean, it's, it's, it's totally heartbreaking. I cannot even I begin to imagine what that's like. I know. I know. So I know. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. But uh, I'm curious to know your wife's in real estate. How, how is she selling houses now with the, the fact well, that we can't no, she's, no, she's, she's in com- She's in commercial real estate management, so she doesn't. She, she works for a company that buys and sells large properties, like oh, okay. like the Transamerica Building and the Del Coronado Hotel. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so she's in the yeah she's in the accounting department of that company. So oh, I thought she was a realtor. Listen, I thought she was a realtor. Sorry. No, no, no. no that's got to be hurting real estate agents. Yeah. Real estate everybody. agents. Badly. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. But even yeah. even in her business, you know, if if the company. Um, sells too many acquisitions, then that that puts her job in jeopardy. Actually, so uh, you know nothing's moving at this point in time. I think everything's pretty much status quo. But they're in charge right. of you know get, getting rents and and uh, and all that stuff from from people that are are renting from you know from building owners. It's, a, it's tough all around. Everybody's getting hit. Right. 
I know, I know. Well, let's get to, unfortunately, let's, I, I don't want to forget about what's going on, but let's for a moment just forget it so we, we can move on to happier things for a second. Speaking of your attic, you where is your T-bird jacket? <laughs> Under lock and key. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Is, that, is one of those got to be in the, the Smithsonian? Is one of them in the Smithsonian? Um, I don't know. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to get mine and the sneakers, and I had my squirt gun for a while, but that disappeared. I think somebody might have snit, snapped, uh, snap, snap, hello, what I'm trying to say, snatched that uh, up for me. Uh, and that, one and that, squirt gun, that, that squirt gun was your idea, too. That wasn't even in the script. Yes, it was. Yes. Right. It, it, well, there was right. a lot of stuff that wasn't in the script. No, what had happened was right. the, the prop man, had um, I'm going to sneeze. Hold on, I'm going to take it. Oh, bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. The the prop guy had brought Michael Tucci. I'm going to sneeze again. Excuse me. That means had brought that means Michael Tucci. That, that means it's true. That means it's true. Sneeze <laughs> to the truth. It's sneezing to the truth. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yes. My mother used to say. Um, but he he brought Michael Tucci played Sonny and Kelly Ward played um, played Putsy and I. Um, into his, uh, his prop truck, and he said, guys, take anything you want here that you think your character, you know, would, would have. <laughs> Excuse me. Sneeze to the truth again. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, <laughs> and Michael, I hope Michael you're not said, allergic to us, Barry. No, I hope you're not getting sick now, Barry. <laughs> no, as, as, as John Travolta's character says, a little drive-in dust. <laughs> it's a little drive-in <laughs> dust. <laughs> so... Um, uh, Michael took a took a, uh, a rabbit's foot, and I think uh, Kelly might have taken a medallion of some sort. I also wore a medallion. I think it was a St. Jude medal. And then I took the squirt gun, and the squirt gun showed up in a bunch of scenes, and especially in the scene where the scorpions uh, are driving by, I think in the bonfire scene. And right. um, Kaniki, the late, uh, my dear friend Jeff Conaway, may he rest in peace, when the yes. scorpions pass by, he whips out his switchblade, and in that moment, it was totally improvisational. I whipped out my squirt gun. <laughs> That's going to do something. You know. Classic. A little classic, right? Yeah. Oh, truly. And totally improvised. You know, that, like right. I know. None, none of that was in the script. You know. yeah, I, knew, I, I knew that. But, I've actually watched the uh, backstory on Greece uh, on Reels, which was fabulous. Did you catch that? Um, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I get a little emotional at the it? end there. With a little, uh, pardon me? Did you didn't like it? Well, I no, I liked it. I just got a little emotional at the end, and it was um, oh, of course. Uh, you know, it was a little embarrassing, I guess, uh, in a way. But uh, people seemed to like it. Um, I, I thought at the time when when it happened, I thought, well, I was being honest, you know. But then when I w- watched back at it, it for me, it's a little cringeworthy. But it, it was a good, uh, it was good production, you know. It was, and, uh, very it was well done. As your average, as your average. Yeah, as your average Joe watching, I can say it was very good. <laughs> well, good, good. Yeah, yeah. So now you you weren't in the original uh, Greece to play, were you on Broadway at all, or did you yeah. have any affiliation? No, I I I, I was in the uh, the original first national tour. Um, oh, so right. What right. happened okay. was yeah. Uh, so what happened was um, uh, it was a tour that John played. John Travolta played Duty, and mm. uh, and Jeff Conaway was playing uh, uh, Zuko. 
Uh, Jerry Zach, yeah. the great director Jerry Zach, was playing Kaniki. Mary Lou Henner was playing Marty. Uh, who else might you remember from there? Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, eventually, Greg Evigan from BJ and the Bear, he took over. And Barry Putnick nice. actually took over. When, he was the original to go. He, he did it out here in California while it was here. I actually did one performance with him. So I came in out and out, I replaced Michael Lembeck. He played Sonny. And, um, and so I did the last 10 months of the, of the first national tour. We did eight, eight months in Chicago and two months in Toronto. And uh, cool. and then from there, then you know, I got the film years later. In fact, what's interesting is I landed the role uh, in it was set 1973. Michael, Len- I'd gone to see the show. A friend of mine was touring in the show when I was going to college in Pittsburgh, yeah. and I of John Lansing, who went on to produce, to write, and produce Walker Texas Ranger. He's now a novelist. Oh wow! John and I had worked together in 1972 in the summer of '72 in the fall with the Chicago Free Street Theater. And so here we are now in uh, the late fall um, of uh, actually the early winter of 73. I went back and finished my senior year at college, and John went on to understudy in the first national tour of Greece. And when they came through Pittsburgh, he said, come on down to see the show, Barry, uh, because there are parts in it for you. And friends of mine who I'd gone to college with at Carnegie Mellon kept telling me how much I reminded them of their friend Michael Lembeck, who they had gone to school with in Los Angeles before they transferred to Pittsburgh. And um, mm-hmm. I saw Michael Lembeck in this thing. He, came, he was walking out on stage. It was like watching myself. So I got on the phone with my agent the following day. And uh, soon thereafter, I got a, you know, I told them, you got to get me an audition for this, a general audition. So I did. And I flew into New York for the audition. And then a week later, a week or so later, Michael Lembeck had broken his ankle. So they called me to oh. come back to audition and I, to, for a callback. And I went in and I got the gig. And they wanted me to come immediately. To, they were in Toronto at that point in time, too. It was the first time they were in Toronto. But I had two more weeks of school of my, my senior year to, to finish. And they said, well, okay, you finish that, and then we'll bring you up to Detroit where the show was going to be. So I, wow. I flew up, and I understudied the understudy, basically. And the understudy <laughs> went on for the role of Sonny. But if anybody else went down, that understudy would go into that position, and then I'd do Sonny. Well, the, I, right. I, I remember going to, to, to Jerry Zachs, who was playing Kanicki, and I said, hey, listen, do you mind feigning illness so that uh, the understudy Tommy can go on and I can get a chance to do Sonny? He said, well, only if stage management says it's okay. Well, I knew that wasn't going to happen, and sure enough, it, it, he said no. They said no. Well, May 19th of 1973, it was a Saturday, I get a call in my hotel room from the uh, stage manager, Hal Halverson. He said, Barry, Jerry Zachs is sick. You're going on for Sonny. Well, I think they all had oh, a plan. Wow. They just didn't want me to be part of it, I think. So May right. 19th of 1973, I stepped on stage at the Fisher Theater in Detroit to play Sonny. Four years to the day later, May 19th of 1977, I got the film. I landed wow. the film. Wow. So, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Now, Jeff Conway, yeah, Jeff Conway, Jeff Conaway, he's an amazing guy. I mean, I actually met him in New York. Uh, God, I think it, well, I don't remember what play it was he was in. It wasn't Greece, but I met him in New York, and he was just a wonderful guy. I can't even tell you how kind he was. And, I mean, uh, I know you guys were a really close clique and, like, almost family. I mean, how did that go with him and John Travolta, him getting the part of, Zuko and him being Kanicki when actually Jeff Conaway played Zuko in the originals, you know, said, were they okay? The two of them, did it take a while for them to get over this or? Well, a couple, a couple of things. First of all, in my, in my life, in my real life, 
Jeff was he was Zuko in real life. We grew up together. Right. And oh, did you really? Like the bad boy. Yeah, in New York, in the city. Isn't that funny? And, um, and then you walk down the street. Yeah, funny so, is that? So we were friends back then, not real close friends. You know, we we, we would bump into each other occasionally. We had a band yeah. uh, that played at parties that I would I would go to. But anyhow, uh, um, Jeff was he was the first person I ever saw play Zuko, and it really lives in him. I mean, he's he really is Zuko, and as wonderful right, as right. Barry Bostwick was, and as wonderful as John is in the movie, Jeff really was Zuko, and right. um, and it, there of course was there were feelings that Jeff had about taking second position, but, you know, he turned Kanicki into something that was pretty oh, fabulous. Man. Absolutely. So he, yeah. he does wonderful work. And, yes, um, there there were some hard feelings, but nothing that he couldn't get over. I mean, the, the, the Grease right. Lightning song is Kanicki's song. But, listen, at the time, right. you know, the dollar signs – uh, are, are are very big in the eyes of the of the producers, and they know what kind of the bread the butter's on there. So they, people are coming to see Travolta, you know, and, and right. to see Olivia. They get that, right. and, and everybody understood right. that. Uh, now intellectually, you know, we, they all got it. I mean, emotionally is a whole other thing, but he he dealt with it. You know, he, he was he, he he was fine with it. Um, and it's funny because it's pretty much in retrospect that I'm that I'm remembering this at the time, I don't remember much consternation, quite honestly about it. Yeah, Cause it, uh, it, it, it made it for me. I made it oblivious to it. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, afterwards, after the fact, we talked about the fact that he, he would have liked to have done it. And, uh, but John wanted to do it. And, and that's, and that's the way that rolled out. And, uh, right. you, you know, you, you win yeah, some, you lose some, but this, right. you, you, win, win. you could never, you could never tell, uh, you know, based on, you know, how how no. well the course did and everything. You could never tell that there was a problem or any rifts amongst the group. And I don't think there was based on, you know, no. what I saw. No. I mean, you got, you guys, you guys became a family and, you know, I mean, are you still close Ooh. with any of the guys or, Very. or uh, Mindy Very. and all those guys? Do, Very. do you ever do, do you guys, do you guys do any of the uh, conventions for autographs and all that? You should really do that. Yes. We, yes. Yes, we've done them. We've done them, many of them. Um, in fact, uh, the, the 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 most amazing thing we just just did, uh, and we've done Schiller Theater in in, uh, in yeah. New Jersey. We did the yeah, Comic Con yeah. uh, and and other ones. Scott Schwartz, who played the role of Flick in the movie Christmas Story, the kid that gets his tongue yep. caught on the yep. pole. Yep. He yep. He, pr- he produces. Yep. Yeah, he he produces uh, uh, and does autograph shows, and he we had one he had one in St. Louis. We did one there, and um, I have been you know for the years kind of the unofficial go-to guy, the guy that wrangles everybody together to get together to do these things, and to work right. out deals with people and producers and such for film clips, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so we uh, this past remember uh, December, John and Olivia. And Michael Tucci and Kelly Ward, Randall Kleiser, our casting director Joel Thurm, and I were brought down to Florida, uh, and we did three what they call meet and greases, meet and grease, where yeah. uh, a certain amount of people would pay to come and have their photograph taken and to meet John and Olivia, and then we were the booby prize. They didn't know that we were going to be there, and the three T-birds, and then 
at the beginning, we played these huge amphitheaters in West Palm Beach, Tampa, and Jacksonville. And they would show the sing-along version of the film. If you've ever seen that, it's kind of like Follow the Bouncing Ball, but it's yeah, more yeah. than a bouncing ball. It's all this animation. Yeah. It's fabulous. It's right. Randall put together. And so at the beginning, there were thousands of people there, but about 150 to 250 people prior to the screening, they would come and, and meet us and get their photograph taken. And, uh, and then Randall came out and uh, introduced the three of us, we came out onto the stage and raised the roof. It was great. We felt like rock stars. And uh, <laughs> we did a little pre-show, and then they showed the film. At the end of the film, where the car flies off into the distance, John and Olivia come out from under the screen. And the screen was oh, a huge yeah. LED light. I mean, it wasn't a front or rear projection. It was LED lights. So everything wow. was crystal clear. And you could make them as, as big as uh, an entire building if you wanted to. So they would come wow. out underneath the screen, and then we'd uh, do a little Q&A, a little singing and dancing, and, um, and there you have it. So, we, yes, we, we are all still very close, very knit family, yes. Nice, nice. I mean, you've done a lot of other things, but it's not bad being uh, remembered for one of the number one movies out there. What's it, like 30 years now? I mean, how old is it now? No, it's more. No, no, no. We just celebrated, like, our 41st year, actually. Wow. It, was, it was released Amazing. in 70, 77. So, and we had yeah, and a 40th anniversary uh, 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 gathering at the uh, Academy had honored us. Dee uh, uh, was there, and it was Dee Dee, uh, Johnny, Olivia, uh, me, Randall Kleiser, um, uh, Jamie Don. No, I guess Jamie Donnelly wasn't there. Then Mario Lopez hosted it. It was really cool. Oh, and he cool. asked us all kinds of questions. <laughs> and funny, it's 41 years old, yet when you watch it, it says, clear and new as you've like you've seen, never seen it before you know like it's always That's something right. different about it where yeah. you can catch something different each time you watch it you know and it's really Just cool about it. Tec- Tec- yeah technology has helped to keep it look looking that way too i think that helps yeah. uh and, yeah. and, you know it's a universal story boy meets girl boy loses girl boy gets girl and then the music right. and the yeah. dancing and then those gorgeous faces of john and olivia you can't keep your eyes off of them so it, had, it was kind of the perfect storm, if you, if, if you will, uh, of all oh, those disciplines, all, all those elements coming together. You know, that don't hate me. What it is today. Don't hate me. I hated exactly. the sequels. I didn't like the uh, the, yeah. the other ones. <laughs> yeah, not, not many. Not many people did, and unfortunately, we were supposed to have done the sequel. In fact, um, about uh, three or four weeks into the principal photography, John uh, uh, Alan Carr, rather our producer, may he rest in peace, came to us and said, "We want to do a sequel." Uh, that's great. And then we found out that the the, the T-Bird set up the sequel at the end of the first one. You know when we failed Fizz Ed and uh, Sid Caesar, may he rest in peace. The coach Calhoun said, yeah. "You yeah. know uh, you can't throw, but if you can come back, you'll come to summer school." So all you have to do right. is be able to, to you know, because we failed to then. So um, the the name of the second film was going to be Summer School. Green right. School was going to be Summer School. It was going to revolve around us going to summer school. But then it all fell apart. Uh, Bronte oh, Woodard, who was a screenwriter, he passed away. And John and Olivia didn't care for the script. And all that negotiation fell apart. And uh, then it became what it became. And, but I had a lot of yeah. friends in it, you know, in the second yeah. Adrian's Med and Chris McDonald and Lorna yeah. Luff. I had a student yeah. in it also, Leaf Green. He was one of the T-Birds. Um, and, yeah, I saw it once. I watched it once. Uh, we had done a 
one of those behind-the-scenes things, similar to the reels that you were talking about. This was uh, behind the music, I think it was, and it was on MTV. And I think that what preceded that that broadcast was Grease 2, and I'd never seen it, so I watched it. And, um, and, you know, that that was enough. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on today, Barry? Where where can we see Barry Pearl nowadays? What's going on with Barry Pearl? Well, for the last six years, uh, springs and summers, I have been going and traveling across the country with Joey Travolta, one of John's older brothers, teaching film art, teaching film arts to the special needs community all across the country. And um, last year we were in Florida. We usually do Northern California and then Pittsburgh and Tenafly, New Jersey, and Arkansas, uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. And this year they canceled the Little Rock, Arkansas, which we were to be at just about about a week from now. And uh, Vero Beach, uh, Florida is going to probably be canceled, and the rest of them will be too because of the COVID-19. So that's been a big thing that I've been doing. And then I've... I just, I, well, I not just, I, I had uh, done a production of Ragtime at uh, Musical Theater West, played the role of Grandfather in Ragtime, a beautiful, if you've ever seen that musical, it's just a terrific yeah, musical, based yeah, on the film, that, based on that Neil Doctor's book. And, um, and then prior to that, I had done a, a straight play, the, the Man Who Came to Dinner, played the role of Banjo in The Man Who Came to mm. Dinner. And uh, you know, so I'm still I'm still acting and directing, and I was to actually oh. direct a production of Bye Bye Birdie in the fall, but that fell through again because of what's right. going on. Um, we would have had to have gone into pre-production just about now. So right. we're waiting to see what happens. Hopefully, we might be doing um, an online version of the summer film camps that Joey does. Well, that's a great uh, and idea. Then there's some. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if we can pull it off, if we can, you know, work with that platform, yeah. And then. Um, I just finished just before calling in here. A friend of mine, I, I, I played uh, the genie in uh, California Adventures uh, Aladdin many years ago, back oh. in 2003 and 2004, and uh, yeah. before it went to Broadway. And a whole tell bunch me, of guys me, have played. Pardon me? Tell me about your part as Arnold in the Happy Days. Uh... Uh, show that you guys oh, did. Oh yeah. Well, let, let, let me just let me just finish this, and then I'll tell you about that. Absolutely. What happened with the, with the genie? Uh, my friend Jeff Sumner, who is one of the genies, many people play genies. He just he just got in touch. All of us, about fifteen of us, are going to uh, to do uh, a little portion in the genie song. Uh, you never had a friend like me, and he's going to put that oh, all Lord. together, and that'll be on online at some point. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a little odd playing Arnold. Because yeah, in Happy Days and the Musical, because I'm neither Eurasian nor am I a heavy set Italian man, you know. What they were hiring me as Arnold, I have have no idea why they hired me to do Arnold. But uh, yeah, you know, they uh, Gary Marshall, may he rest in peace, uh, wrote a script that based based on Fonzie and uh, and Pinky Tuscadero getting together, and Mm. um, uh, it was music was written by Paul Williams. And we had done oh, it wow. and took it out on tour, but it didn't do very well. They they just didn't receive it very well, unfortunately. Wow. Great yeah, music, and uh, the book the book needed to be tweaked a little bit, but it just never got to where people were really really enjoying it, unfortunately. Wow. So 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 when, so when when are you writing your book? You need to write a book. Oh gosh, Joanne, I cannot tell you how many people have asked this of me. So many people. Amazing, fact, you've got amazing stories to tell. My goodness. Joanne, 
and, and I, again, you'd, you'd be surprised how many folks have said that. I, I even have a title for it, so it's something I've been thinking about for a long time. It's funny you say that because you, you know who Alan Paul is? Have you ever heard of the Manhattan Transfer? Yes. The group, the Manhattan Transfer? Yep. So yep. Alan yep. is one of, the, he's, he's one of the original guys in Transfer. He's a good, good old friend of mine. Um, we were both in Oliver together on Broadway, the original production of Oliver together. This is oh, way, wow. and he was also the original. He was the original Teen Angel in Greece on Broadway. And oh, wow. uh, I was talking to him the other the other day. We were on the phone for about an hour because I had come across some old pictures from Oliver, and I sent them to him. And he called me. He goes, "I was just thinking about you," and um, he said, "Barry, I'm writing my memoir." I said, "Really? That's funny. You should say that because people have been bugging me to do the same thing." So, mm. you know, he was telling me about how he's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'll never forget. I told him, I said, I, you were doing Grease on Broadway and you were about to leave. And I said, why are you leaving? He said, well, because I'm going to do this uh, acapella group. I said, you crazy? You're in a Broadway show. He said, so many people told me that. Well, the rest is history. You know, he's done very well. A hugely popular, very, very uh, a talented group of people. So he's writing his book. Um, Scott just wrote his book uh, about the Christmas story experience. And yeah. yeah, it's in there somewhere. You know, it, it's it's possible that it could happen. Dee Khan wrote one. Randall Kleiser right. just had his published not too long ago. So it's been done. And you know, and we need and now we need the Barry Pearl one. We need that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do my Listen, best. We're you're, going you're, through, you're going home, through the garage. You're, you're homebound. This is it. Write that book. Well, right. Well, that's it. You're going through the garage and finding all this memorabilia, all these things that I can photograph and put into the book, you know. Right. So, yeah, it's it's quite yeah. possible. It's quite possible. Yeah, we, uh, where are yeah, you guys um, located? Where, uh, where are you guys? My, my studio is in New Jersey, and John is in Pennsylvania. So tell me where in Jersey and where in PA? I'm in Clifton, oh. and John... Uh, we're in Kittnersville. It's a, a very, very small rural town next to uh, Regalsville, Pennsylvania. We're about like an hour from uh, Philly. And you're you originally from Pennsylvania, you know right? I'm I'm originally from Lancaster. And, okay. And, you know, in Jersey, we, we go back to Tenafly. Like I said, the last six years, we've been. And when I'm in Tenafly, I usually go into the city and see some shows, see some people, get yeah. dinners. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, my old my old haunting grounds. I love both of those states deeply, and you know, I, and then when, when I'm in Jersey, also I get to go back to Pennsylvania and visit my fa- got family and and friends back there. My uh, my cousin oh. has a farm in New Providence, Pennsylvania, just outside of Lancaster, and uh, well, you know, yeah, just gorgeous country. And, and yeah, well, and let us know when you let us know when you're in the area. I'll do that, and I got to yeah. tell you that. That the best cheesesteaks in the nation yeah. are at Dottie's at Dottie Snack Bar on 222 South. She's open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. You ain't never had a cheesesteak like this woman's cheesesteaks. I'm telling you. In, I am in Jersey you. or Pennsylvania? No, 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 in Pennsylvania. Right in okay. Quarryville. Between New wow. Providence and Quarryville, Pennsylvania. It's like a roadside right. stand. It looks like a, a Dairy Queen. The best cheesesteaks in the nation. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Oh, wow. Yes, well, you, Barry, you must, Joanne. You must. Yes, definitely. Well, where can people find out more about you or reach you if they need it to? I'm sure they want to. How can they find Mr. Barry Pearl? Facebook is the best place to go. And, um, yeah. and you know, my, my website is just so out of date. 
and I don't, there's really no way to get in touch with you. But Facebook is probably the best way. Um, yeah, and you, I just search my name out, and you, you can't post to my on my wall, but you can like friend request, and you can uh, you can do things on my timeline. I think you can do things on my timeline. I'm not sure how I got that set up, but uh, mm. I'm out there. You know, I'm not hiding from anybody. <laughs> just oh, the viruses. Well, Barry, we just want to thank you so much for joining us, especially in this crazy time. It's nice to have a a cheery, different person to talk to and and forget about things for a little while. And we wish you and and your family, your wife, anything you want. Go ahead. Just one more thing. There is another place you can get to me. I'm on the Cameo platform. Cameo, oh. C-A-M-E-O. You know, are you familiar with Cameo? Yes, we've Ca- heard of Cameo. it. John da- yeah, John Davidson told us all about it. That that's right. That, that that's so funny you mentioned John Davidson because I was just talking about him um, just the other day. Uh, uh, I, back in 1966, my best friend and I were hired to do a musical version of Prince and the Pauper, a film that we shot in mm. Ireland and it was based on a, a play, a musical version of the Prince and the Pauper that John starred in, you know, before he emerged, I guess, as the John Davidson that he is, he played the role right. of Miles Hendon, the hero. So funny you mentioned John in any event, cameo, if you've wanted, it's uh, cameo.com basically. And uh, you can have us give you guys a video shout outs. Everybody charges something different for it, but it's worth it. In right. fact, I'm going to do one right after I get off the phone with you. And in fact, the ones that we did between we, between the 16th and 18th are going to the, the, those funds are going to charity, our tra- favorite nice. charities. But uh, yeah, you can get to us on Cameo. That's a great way to do it. I keep forgetting about that. But thank you for yeah, allowing we, me that shout out, Joanne. No, no. Well, we, when we had John on the show, he told us about it, and I had never heard of it before. And uh, he had told us about it. And it's a great idea. I mean, that's fabulous. True. You know, and especially for charity. True. Sure, that's wonderful. But that, Wonderful. the last three days have been for that. It's not always that way. It was the 16th, 17th, and 18th. If you booked anything between then uh, in those days. And I just actually booked one yesterday that I have to do for somebody's birthday today. But because it was booked yesterday, uh, the funds will go towards my favorite charity, which is at this point cool. uh, the Actors Fund. So I will send Very it nice. to them. So, Very again, nice. thank you for having me on, guys. I really appreciate okay. it. Thank you, you Barry. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Listen, stay safe, happy, and healthy, and uh, you know we'll get back to normal soon. Please, please, dear Lord, from your mouth to God's ears, and Greece is the word. You got Uh it. All right, Barry Pearl. (laughs) Thank you so much, honey. Take care, and uh, it's been a pleasure. You come on back anytime you'd like. Anytime you'd like to have me on there. Take good care, folks. You got it. Bye, bye, Barry. Take care. Bye. 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 what a great guy. I hey, Joanne. Joanne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the funny thing today, uh, out of the blue, I get a phone call. Um, you, you guys probably recognize the name Ivanka, Ivanka Trump. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah. she, wait, she, she tells me that the president, <laughs> President Donald J. Trump, is a huge fan of, believe it or not, our radio show. So um, at this point, uh, I think we have a special guest on the line. He just finished the coronavirus updates and everything, and he's taking a little time out, and he's going to join us on the show. Mr. President, are you there? 
It is absolutely terrific, 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 John, Joanne. I love what you're doing. I love you. I'm a huge fan. Absolutely huge. Terrific, terrific. Tremendous. You're doing a great job. People say I have a face for radio. Yes, I do too. Thank God. So uh, I just wanted wanted to chime in. You're doing a terrific job. I love what you guys are doing. You're reaching millions. And uh, as you know, I've been tested. My doctor, I'm negative. So I'm completely <laughs> negative. It was, I was <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank you for calling, Mr. Trump. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, folks who know me know I'm not uh, uh, good friends with Mr. Trump, so I'm going to leave it at that. So I don't know if you have anybody else with you, Mr. Trump, but uh, we, we, we have thank so, you. so many terrific people, as you know. Thank you for calling. We do appreciate it. Absolutely. I got to get back now. I thank just, you. I just ran into Nancy Pelosi in the men's room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, we're heading back. God bless. Terrific. Thank terrific. You. Bye. Thank, thank you. you, Mr. Super President. Absolutely. Please Tremendous. do a good job. Thank you. Will is, do. Is, is Scott Wood with us or is somebody else with us, John? No, it's me. It's I me, think- Joanne. Ah, Mr. Wood. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Mr. Scott Wood. He's a fabulous comedian. He's known as Mr. Punchline. His impersonations are fabulous. And uh, Scott, thank you. you. We need some laughter. Hit us with it, honey. Well, we do. We do need <laughs> laughter. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy time. Someone sneezed in Walmart. Everyone hit the floor like they heard gunshots. I it was know. crazy. I know. It's insane. It's insane. It, it's insane. My dog's wearing a mask. Forget about it. You don't, you don't know, you know. I, I'm telling you, I'm holding a cardboard sign outside my house. It says, we'll work for toilet paper. So, because we're, we're out here. We're out. But um, thanks for having me on the show, me and all the voices in my head. We, uh, we love what you guys are doing. And, uh, and like Trump said, tremendous, terrific. Absolutely yeah, tremendous. Yeah. And yeah. of course, but, uh, of course, Barack Obama. I just, mm. I want to chime in, America. Me, of course, <laughs> my wife, Beyonce. <laughs> I'm here with our two girls, Venus, Serena. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, Trump is a bully. The man's a bully. Bully, 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 bully. <laughs> A little Obama. I do Trump and Obama. I'm an equal opportunity offender. For the- <laughs> and you have to be. And you have to be. You have to be. So, unfortunately, I guess a lot of your gigs have been canceled. But uh, yes. we're, so, we're so happy you joined us tonight. And I, I couldn't wait because I just needed to laugh a little bit, you know? So well, Yes. I've got nothing but time, nothing but time on my hands. All the comedians, all the entertainers do. But, but we're getting through this, and, and we're excited. Uh, next week I am headlining my living room very exciting and uh but you do what you can you know you do what you can but but uh it's always uh nice to just get on the radio and do shout outs and voices and just keep doing what i've been doing for the last 30 years what a career right right it's amazing it's 30 years doing uh making people laugh it's amazing and and i'm looking at your picture not one wrinkle on your face how do you how do you not laugh <laughs> well i use well you know we have we have this it's a jewish facial cream it's called oil of oive <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know who knew 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if it was uh, ancient pill cream. I didn't know if it was that. I don't know. You know. <laughs> yes, I've been taking intravenous shots of Pat Boone. Mm. <laughs> oh, uh, do you mind? Is, is John Travolta there with you since we just had Barry Pearl? Hold on. Let me, let me get, yeah, John's hanging out. I can't get these celebrities out here. John? All right, this right. Hey, this is John Travolta, man. Is this, is this Joanne? Yeah, John. How are you, honey, buddy? You know, I'm doing all right. You know, everywhere I go, people always say, you know, I'm like totally immature, right? So you know what I tell yeah. them? I say, up your nose with a rubber hose. Oh, give, give, give me the Barbarino song. That's right. This is Vinnie Barbarino. A ba 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 Barbarino. Ba 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 Barbarino. Ba ba ba. And you know the rest. It's just, it's a lot of Barbarino. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of Barbarinos. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, oh. Al Pacino. Hoo-ha. Yeah. Ah, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Yeah. Hey, Joanne, I'm telling you, hoo-ha. <laughs> Is uh, Michael Bolton around by any chance? Michael Bolton, hold on. This is Michael Bolton. I don't want to I have no idea what the man's saying when he sings, but it sounds good. <laughs> it's like Michael McDonald. You love his voice, but he's like, Hush I don't know what he said, but I like it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, Frankie, Frankie's uh, one you could understand. How about Frank Sinatra? Frank Sinatra, shooby dooby doo. He used to forget the lyrics. He's like, My kind of town, Jersey is. My kind of town. <laughs> Remember this one? Fairy tales can come true when you're sniffing the glue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are too funny. You are too funny. Well, you know, looks on everything, but I do what I can. <laughs> but I'm telling you, but it's crazy. I hope you guys are staying safe, though, in, 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 in Jersey and, and out there on the East Coast. Yes, we're doing the best we can as long as people stay inside and not spread their germs. We're doing good, you know. Yeah, people are nuts. Like my dad. My dad the other night, my dad's punch drunk. He came home drunk. My mom punched him. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much. I'm telling you. Actually, uh, I shouldn't make fun of my dad. He's actually ex-Navy. He was fired from Old Navy. (laughs) <laughs> and so you know he's he's real sensitive about that but um you know i said i you know john i said last time we were here i gotta get the snare out and the little symbol here because this would be perfect you need that. That. i need it's mm-hmm. down in the basement i gotta go get it oh man it's too funny so so scott what shows have you been on you, you've been on abc nbc i mean every major network what what which kind of show oh yeah a couple of shows for comedy central and fox america's funniest people and of course the season two of america's got talent and of course we're very excited um when all this is over i've created a brand new um reality show it's a cooking show featuring stand-up comedians and it's called something smells funny oh cool and- yeah, we're real excited about that, and so we've been, um, you know, going to go. We're going to go to some of the networks. Uh, a couple of people, you know, that we have some contacts with. So we've already filmed four full episodes with top comics like um, Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live, Bobby Collins, Jimmy Brogan from The Tonight Show. We've had Mark Christopher Lawrence on. Oh wow! Um, I've had some. 
yeah, other comics like Arsenio and so many others want to come on. So, but it's great. It's a great. It's a cooking show, and it's got and the, the comedians come on. So we talk about cooking. We talk comedy. It's basically, you know, it's like the Tonight Show in a kitchen. So we're right. really excited about that. And, that sounds um, and fun. So, that sounds fun. Yeah, and if you want to know more about it, you know, all your listeners can just go to Facebook and they can go to Something Smells Funny and yeah. give us a like. And uh, But we are very excited about it. You're going to eat healthy while busting a gut. Um, all the dishes are good, good healthy dishes, and, and we're just interviewing the comedians. We're having a great time. And uh, just think of us as your new favorite reality show, but in a kitchen. So we've been asked to come to a couple of the networks. But if any of your listeners have any contacts, to any of the networks, please please uh, let us know, and uh, you know, the, I, me and the executive producer are willing to give a nice big finder's fee if we do sell this, and somebody gives us uh, a hand on that. But we're we're very excited about uh, something smells funny. Are you hosting it? Or are you cooking? Yeah, I've cre- I created it. I'm the producer, and 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 I and I'm the host of it, and uh, nice. they're just half out half hour shows. I do a little monologue up front like Jay Leno or Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel. I do a couple of minutes up front. We had a live studio audience. We're in a big, full, full beautiful kitchen that we have. And, um, and the comics come out, and I just interview them while I'm helping them make one of their favorite dishes. And, you know, they're, they're great dishes that are healthy that you can make at home. You can follow right along. All the recipes are on the website at somethingsmellsfunny.tv. And it's just good, good cooking. And just a lot of a lot of comedy. I mean, just you know, comics in the kitchen, right? So you can only imagine it's going to be hysterical. You got to let us know when it's going to air so we can let people know to watch it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're very yeah. excited Scott. about that. So yes, sir. Scott, have you ever tried? Uh, did you want to like, do like a couple of minute episode like on YouTube or something like that so everyone could see it? You might get uh, you know someone seeing it on there and uh, offer you uh, you know the series. Right. Yeah, we're definitely going to release. We already have the sizzle reel ready to go, which is kind of like a trailer uh, uh, for the industry. Cool. And we already have the pitch deck and everything ready. So we're, like I said, once – and there's a few meetings we might take one-on-one. We'll all wear our masks, though, me and, me and uh, Tim Watson, who's the executive producer. Um, and it was, uh, it was uh, directed by Christopher Sean Shaw, who's done a lot of great um, shorts and mini movies and stuff. So we're really excited, but um, I just reached out to my comedy friends and, and, you know, doing 30 years in comedy. I, I know a lot of great comics, big names, small names. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so we're, so we're really happy about that. Yeah. But we're really hoping to get this on air on a major network, but we probably will be releasing um, a, a little bit, but there's uh, there's a lot of uh, um, still shots and, and, and so much info uh, on the Facebook page of something smells funny um, oh. there. So if they want, you guys want That's to go there and get idea. the word out and tell people to like it. And they can like me on uh, on Mr. Punchline as well. I have a Mr. Punchline Facebook, and they can always like me, and I'm posting the jokes, the one-liners. All well, I don't, I don't see why, uh, uh, why a network wouldn't pick it up. I mean, it's it's fresh, it's new, it's it's funny. I mean, come on, you know. I'm telling you, from your lips to God's ears, Joanne, please. please, please. I mean, that would be hysterical to watch. I mean, can they actually cook these people or no? Or is oh, yeah. part of the fun, too, that they can barely no, cook. Well, the, oh, yeah. Well, we had a lot of accidents with some blenders and food going everywhere. But, no, the mm-hmm. comics come on. 
A lot of them, you know, I mean, Bobby Collins brought on a recipe that was from his wife. Um, Jimmy Brogan, he's single, so he did his, um, his famous hummus, his, his five-minute hummus. Um, uh, you know, so th- these are great meals that these comics either grew up with from their mom or their dad, maybe right. a spouse, a family member, right. and, and, we're, and we're really keeping it healthy. You know, 39% of America is overweight. There's an obesity problem in this nation. And I want, and, and I thought to myself, how do I get the message out that we need to eat better? And it's all about making a, a, a few changes. You, you know, when I got married, I was uh, 220 pounds. I was wow. overweight. I was, I was out of shape. And, 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 and years later I had a heart attack and then I realized I had to do something different. So I created this show in 2015 and just by making a few, a few small changes, Joanna, like instead of regular sugar, a sweet and low, maybe some low-fat milk. These are dishes right. that maybe you love already, but all you need to do is tweak them a little bit. And by right. eating a little bit healthier, you'll feel better, you'll look lo- younger, you'll, you'll, you'll live longer. And, and I've lost over I, – I now weigh 170, and, and I feel fantastic. Wow. I walk, a, I walk a mile and a half every day especially since this quarantine, but it's just about doing little things in your life. And so this is a great, great vehicle for that because people can make healthy dishes and they can laugh along with some hilarious comics. So um, we're really excited about this. Yeah, it sounds like a foolproof plan. I mean, why don't, I'm sure it'll get picked up. I mean, everything's on hiatus right now. Nobody's doing anything, but now would be the opportune time for somebody to snatch it up since everybody's watching TV. Come on now. Yeah. We need to you get know? someone to snatch it up because, you know, people need to stay home and eat better. Because, we, 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 you know, we used to eat out a lot, and, and, and not everything you eat out. Like, um, you know, I was at Denny's. I was at Denny's before this whole thing hit, and I asked the Denny's waitress, I said, what do you recommend? And she said, Applebee's. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that, that's how bad it is out there. And these are the jokes, folks. These are them. <laughs> But you've got to watch what you eat. You know, food, food can actually kill you. Uh, my uncle got run over by Meals on Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I gotta, I'm killing myself because I don't have the snare here. <laughs> but you're going so fast, I don't know if I can keep up with you. <laughs> no, you know, I know. you just you got to have that snare. But, um, no, but I said in the last show, I said, we need to get the snare out here every time there's a joke. Boom, you know. But, you know. Oh my yeah, God. I should travel. I need to travel with a drummer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So now, are are you known as a Christian comedian, or you just do a lot of Christian functions? Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a comedian who's a Christian. You know, I love God and I love family and I, I love everything. Uh, you know, I, I love the Word of God. We're church going people, and um, yes, but I do I do churches or comedy clubs. Same show. I never have to change a word. I just have always been clean, like Seinfeld and Brian Regan and Ray Romano and Sinbad and all these guys. Because if you, yeah, if you work clean, you can work everywhere. You know, like Jimmy Brogan and all all the friends that I had come on the show. Um, you know, Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live. You know, if you work clean, you can work all the time. And and you know, um, I'm 59 years old. I'm a child of the 60s, and I grew up with. All the greats, from Bob Hope to Milton Berle, Henny Youngman, mm-hmm. Shecky Green, mm-hmm. you know, um, Alan great. King. And they great. all kept it clean. They were funny. They were one-liners. Yeah. They were vaudeville. And they never had to get dirty. Even shows today like I Love Lucy, you know, we show these to our kids. 
and the Andy Griffith show. I mean, you know, there's never been a better character in the history. In fact, um, Don Knotts' Barney Fife was actually named the best character of all time in, in, in any situation comedy. And you really? still look at those shows today and they still hold up because they're clean and they're just, they're, they're funny because they just, you know, life is funny and you, you don't have to right. be filthy to be funny. Right, right, right. Exactly. I, but there are many who have made a huge career on being filthy too, but, but you know, well, yes. like you said, I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to be. I mean, right. we've been on, you know, we've been talking for what, 20 minutes and it's been nice and clean, even from me, which is a shocker. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> Especially I know. Especially since my best friend was our first uh, caller here. <laughs> right, right. You know, but, I, you I know, I just think that that's, that's the way to go. I try to encourage comics who are starting out. You know, um, the, the gentleman that got me really excited about comedy, was, and he became a friend, and that's Gene Parrott. And, and he was Bob Hope's head writer, and he wrote for Phyllis Diller, and he wrote for the oh, Carol wow. Burnett Show. And, you know, he, uh, he just says, you know, when you work clean, you can work everywhere. You know, if you right. get filthy, you, yeah, I mean, you can do clubs, but if you want to do mainstream television or you want to do corporate, I mean, corporate pays a lot of money, and they don't want you, you know, dropping the F word and, right. and talking about your privates right. and all that. You know, there's only right. – and then all the comedians start sounding the same. You know, they're all dropping the, the foul language, and you're right. just looking for some type of originality that's funny. It's refreshing. It is refreshing, especially when you can take the whole family, and I tell comics, look, the more people that are buying tickets, 16-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 19, 20, 21, everybody 60, 70, who's afraid that they're going to hear dirty comedy, you know, me and some of those other comics I mentioned, they don't have to worry about that. So they're all buying right. tickets. There's more, there's more butts in the seats, and that means right. more money coming to the comedian from the promoter. So it exactly. would behoove everyone to just try to work clean to mm -hmm. reach a broader audience. Well, it's the same thing with music. I mean, I, my, my son has a friend who is breaking into the rap industry, and I told him, I said, make sure he keeps it clean. He'll never get on the radio because who wants to hear yeah. beep, 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 beep throughout the whole song? You know, I mean, when you're home, it's different. But, you know, then you got to do the unedited version and, you know, the edited version. It's like, well, why bother? You know, and, and you really don't need to curse to, to be effective. You know, you really exactly. don't. Exactly. So, you, you don't. That's right. You are. I say I save all my foul language for the freeway. <laughs> I save it. I, I save it for work. Actually, when I get to work, <laughs> it's crazy out there. You know, I heard you guys talking about John Denver. You know, I, I, I'm also a friend of John. John, I've, I've had the, I've been blessed to open up for John Denver on several shows, and I've, yeah. I've opened up for Debbie Reynolds before she passed, uh, Chubby yeah. Checker, Frankie Avalon, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Donna Summer. Um, oh gosh, the list goes on and on. And these are these are great artists that never have to get you know filthy with their music, and they can just right. reach a, a whole variety. Right, right. I yeah, I saw, I saw in your um, in your bio. Yeah, you did Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Beatlemania, Tower of Power, uh, country music, uh, all different types of people. Yeah, bro yeah, Brooks and Dunn, and I mean, it's yeah. just been such a blessing. You know, these are such great shows and family-oriented right. shows and. You know, so I'm just glad I'm still upright and, and, and in good health. I, I had a checkup last week. I had a checkup with my doctor, but you have to do it online. And I'll tell you, those prostate exams, they're a little difficult because you got to angle the phone just right. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you? I didn't know if I told you. My doctor, he doesn't like me. About a month ago, he gave my prostate the finger. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, Joanne, the man who who gives you a full exam and then puts on a rubber glove to shake your hand. <laughs> Scott, I'm just going to keep. Well, I know you're going to keep going. Who was your like growing up? Who was like your main influence to get you out there and give you the nerve and courage to want to do it? Well, you know, I was always funny as a kid. When I was in the fourth grade, I, I could make my friends laugh, and I could do voice impressions and cartoon voices and write little jokes. And when it, you know, a comic will tell you when, when you make people laugh, it just, you know, just that feeling that we're getting, not only are you guys happy, but we're happy too. And so I just said, man, this, this is what I really want to do. And so watching all those great comics, you know, Rodney and Henny and Johnny Carson and all those guys, I said, man, this, this is for me. So, right. Um, so right, right out of high school, you know, I just worked a regular job by day, and then by night I would just hit all the comedy clubs. You know, you just try to put your act together, get your 8x10 right. headshots, some business cards, get a manager. Yeah. Um, but it's been a great 30-year career since full-time, since 1989. Yeah. So very excited. You know, I get to do what I love, and I get to make right. other people feel happy too, and, and that, that is just a blessing for me to bring laughter to everyone, especially right now. I'm doing another um, online show, a viral show tomorrow out of California. I did one a couple of weeks ago. So most of the comedy now, you just have to watch on Facebook Live or, or right. uh, on Zoom. Zoom right. has never been bigger. Oh, I know. I wish I had invested in it. Are you kidding me? When it was nothing. I wish I had gotten me a couple of shares of that. I know. It's probably and my wife. Imagine. Yeah, my Take wife too. My wife. My, my, <laughs> oh, I know. I know, right? I, I wish I would have invested. You can. You, we're kicking ourselves now. Right, right. But, um, yeah. I, Anyone who's I was in the doing, business. I was doing the old Henny Youngman. My wife. Take my wife, please. Take my wife. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Well, my wife is actually a magician. She can turn anything into an argument. <laughs> so she's. <laughs> Again, I'm, do, I'm doing the old jokes now. Yeah. Hey, Scott, I got I to gotta ask you a question, Scott. Before yes, caller ID, before caller ID, you must have had a blast calling up people pretending to be somebody else. Oh boy, we used to you make so many pranks. <laughs> the, the, the prank calls, you know, it was, and people, you could just really have them going, you know, and that's that's been a lot of fun with the impressions too, you know. For years, I was uh, on the Rick D show and doing a lot of voices and um, other radio shows. And uh, I just love doing them. I love doing Rodney. Here, this is Rodney. Relax. Take it easy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but my wife, she wanted to make love in the backseat of the car. She wanted me to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you weren't as successful as you became. What would you have done with your life? What, what would the career have been for you, your choice? Probably wandering the street. You know, I probably would have been in radio. But mm. seriously, no, I'm kidding. You know, I'm a cartoonist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I've, been, I've been blessed with a, um, the ability to be a, a really good cartoonist. And I've had a lot of my cartoons, um, you know, publicized in major magazines and newspapers. Oh, cool. And so I love to also, and I'm finding a lot of comedians um, are also um, cartoonists. And that's kind of... You know, because if you draw the cartoon and you write the little funny gag underneath. And so um, if I probably wasn't a comedian, I'd probably be uh, probably a cartoonist. Cool. Nice. Nice. So let's say uh, uh, you have kids. I do. I, um, we, we, two that I know of. 
I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I'm just kidding. We actually we had three, but one gnawed through the chains and escaped. <laughs> my my no, we I have a I have a daughter and a son. My son, he's still young. He loves dinosaurs, so I let him visit my parents. <laughs> Joanne, I'm telling you, John, you know, my dad is 95. I said 95. You could go tomorrow. He said, I hope so. I haven't gone today. <laughs> got a prostate the size of a bowling ball it's nuts the man <laughs> takes him an hour and a half to do the minute waltz so now he's very macho what? my dad his, his nose hair trimmer is a weed whacker oh god <laughs> are you able to make your kids laugh or they're pretty much like oh dad we're done you know come on get over it now well, my son, my son is 13, so he's, he's yeah. just starting to get my humor. My daughter is 19. She's already out of the house and got her career going. But, no, mm-hmm. they've, always been, they've always been big fans. They, they, you know, I've done stuff at their yeah. schools, and, and their nice. friends always think I'm the cool dad. Uh, yeah. Now, my wife, forget about it. My wife, she's like, you know what, please, what, wake me when it's funny. because my wife you know what because like yesterday we had because we're stuck inside we can't go anywhere so we had a a, a little fight um well i call it a little fight joanne they worded it differently on the police report (laughs) (laughs) but i'm going to tell you what happened she hates the way i dress she kept telling me in the bedroom she said look at you nothing matches and that hurt my feelings because i was naked (laughs) <laughs> it's always the little things Am I right John But anyway <laughs> my, my wife says you can laugh in the bedroom Just don't point <laughs> but, and, and, my, and my wife is beautiful My wife is African American You know they say men are from Mars Women are from Venus My wife is from LA So there's, she will cut me <laughs> but um, all of our friends are mixed couples. We have a friend who is Jewish. His wife is Japanese. They named their daughter Sosumi. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Aren't you glad you have me on and not Jackie Martin again? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. oh, my God. That, no, that we love Jackie. We love Jackie. <laughs> no, Jackie's great. I don't know what happened. He just wasn't into it. He didn't want to talk about anything funny. He was pretty much down in the dumps over the corona. I, the rona got him down. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. He just he was it, not yeah. up for showing any laughter. Well, you have to find things to keep you busy. Like me, I work out now more than ever, which, in fact, I, I've already uh, dropped two dress sizes. So I'm very, very excited about that. But um, well, you just find things, you know. We, we all have time now to do those things that we didn't have time to do before. So, and we're getting family time. So that's, uh, you know, that's always fun. Except right. for you know my family, like like you know, there's five kids growing up, four other siblings plus me. There's seven kids on my wife's side. Her dad had stretch marks. <laughs> but I'll tell you how dumb my brother is. We we're talking health care, Joanne. Health care. I said to my brother, Hey Bob, are you HMO? And he said, No, I like women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told him your laptop has windows, he bought curtains. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how dumb he is. I said for extra money you should try flipping houses. He got a hernia. 
<laughs> There's one more. He's so dumb. Ask me how dumb my brother is, Joanne. How dumb, how dumb is your brother, Scott? He's how so dumb. I, I told him, I said, most accidents happen within a mile of where you live. He moved. <laughs> <laughs> I like how John giggles every now and then. But anyways. That's <laughs> He's like two jokes behind me. <laughs> I know. I love when John's happy. <laughs> but listen, I have a new way to lose. I have a new way to lose weight. If you're stuck inside, you don't have to keep snacking. I, I invented this new. Um, you can have whatever you want. You just can't swallow. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, you know what my sister's doing? She's on that. My sister's doing that new carrot and oats diet. Have you heard about carrot and oats? No. That's all she eats, carrots and oats. She hasn't lost any weight, but two weeks ago, she won the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Oh, Scott, you are hilarious. Oh, my God. Thank you I know, right? I'm just trying to bring the the laughter to your listeners. And you brought it to me for sure. I needed that. I needed it. I needed a good laugh. And I love Jersey. you You know, I went to, there was a zoo. There's actually a zoo in New Jersey. And boy, is it cheap. Yeah, all they have are balloon animals. <laughs> are you from Jersey? Which, which, which yes. exit? Uh, I'm on 155. There you go. You see, I know all the Jersey jokes. You know, Frank was from Hoboken. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yep, 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 yep. But... Um, Oh man, I don't want to let you go because I'm laughing too hard. Give us some more impressions. I know. Now, I, now, now, let me ask you this, Joanne. But what is the relationship between you and John? I didn't do my. Are you guys just partners in crime there? Or are you married? His wife would kill me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. Kind of like, we're kind of like best friends who who never met each other in person. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a very strange relationship that we have, but it's a wonderful one. Uh, John it's complicated. Was actually, yeah, it is complicated. John was actually a fan of my music, and he knew somebody that I was doing another show with, and I wanted out of that show, and John and I put this together, and it's just been wonderful ever since, and him and oh, wife his whole family is just wonderful. I mean, to put up with me, that they, they got to be. And uh, I, I love him and Alice to death. I can't thank them enough for everything. And uh, it's just been great. And, we no, we've never met, believe it or not. And we've known each other now for almost a year. Wow. That's right. Yeah. And we've never actually met. So we're waiting with the for coronavirus. I don't even know how people meet. How do people meet what? during the COVID-19? What are you walking around going, hey, baby, nice mask? That's <laughs> true. You know, with everyone, with everyone, with everyone in the U.S. wearing masks, it's never been a better time for ugly Americans. That's true too. Well, I said it. You could walk in and rob anything right now, and you wouldn't get a call because they'd say, "Who was it?" Oh, they were wearing a mask. <laughs> it could be anybody walking down the street, you know. Exactly. Never thought I'd walk yeah. into a bank with with a mask on and asking money, and they gave it to me. But um. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's yeah. good. Can you do? Well, a marriage is fun, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's that? I wanted to know if you could do a few more impressions for us before we go. Yeah, let me see. Let me do. Uh, let me do some of my favorite ones, like Liam Neeson from Taken. I want you to listen to me very carefully, Joanne. Very carefully. Are you listening? Yeah. I, 
I will find you. I've acquired, while I'm on quarantine, I've acquired a set of skills, cooking, cleaning, sewing. (laughs) How about Morgan Freeman? Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. You know, my voice is so low, I got a hernia. (laughs) Morgan Freeman. I have a brand new movie out where I'm, I'm the chauffeur and Hillary Clinton's in the back. It's called Driving Miss Crazy. <laughs> well, how about Johnny Carson? This is this is Johnny Carson. Are you are you ready for this? It was it was so hot. It was so hot in Burbank. Are you ready how for this? Hot was it? How, how hot was well, it? I'm 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 glad you asked. It it was so hot. I saw a dog chasing a cat. They were both walking. <laughs> Oh, John, do you do any impersonations, John? Me? No, I can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just like my kids. (laughs) Hey, do do, uh, do any of your spouses snore? Because my wife snores so loud. Last night, I got a sore throat. <laughs> you know what my wife has sleep apnea. That's where during the night she stops breathing several times when I'm choking her. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, are you originally from LA, or are you? Uh, yes, yes. Born, born, me and my wife are uh-huh, born and raised Southern California. I'm, I'm a California kid, blonde hair, blue eyes. You know the whole bit, and. Um, mm. You know, yep, I'm a Cali kid. I love it out here. But I, lo- I love New York, and I- I've been there several times. I've been to Jersey doing shows. I, I love the East Coast. Um, and uh, so, you know, if I didn't live here, I'd probably live on the East Coast, you know. East Coast is more it's, – it's big for theater, a lot of theater and Broadway and things like that. And, of course, the West Coast out here is, is a little bit more of, of stand-up um, with yeah. the clubs and stuff. Although they have, you know, Carolines and – and, and stand up New York and a few other great um, clubs out there, the improv, but um, yeah, born and bred California. I love Cal- Los Angeles, man. It's where men are men and women are men. <laughs> oh my God. So now let's say, let's say this, the world wasn't crazy right now. Where would you have been? Where could we have seen you? If, if the world oh boy. Yeah, I lost a lot of shows. I had some big club dates. I had some big theater shows because I travel with the uh, with the platters and the coasters and the drifters, nice. you know. The, nice. the, the, and um, but we just moved a couple of those shows back. Um, thank God, you know, a lot of my shows they they didn't really cancel. They just got kind of put on hiatus. So after the summer, you know, now they're just kind of um, you know redoing everything and pushing everything back. But um, Honestly, the the only thing I have booked between now and the end of the year is a colonoscopy. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's it's not even for me. A friend of mine's getting one, but he said I could do ten minutes in the room. <laughs> Those crazy oh, proctologists. Me and my proctologist, we don't see eye to eye. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Proctology. I love that profession. You start at the bottom and stay there. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Give us a couple more impressions before we go. I'm trying to think of who who do I do. Let's see. How about um, how about Schwarzenegger? He said to me, 
this is Arnold, it's fantastic in the pump, you know, you need to wash your hands, you need to do, you know, 20 minutes before you get, get down! <laughs> get down! <laughs> it's not a tumor! <laughs> That's it's right, a it's tumor. not a tumor! <laughs> I like Stallone, because when you see a Sylvester Stallone movie, you need subtitles. Hello, right? I, I, I love you, brother, you, right? Who is it? Oh, my God. Now, if you were to, let's say they bring everything back and they say everybody has to wear a face mask and all that, would you have a problem performing with the face mask? Because a lot of your stuff is is probably uh, expressions as well. So you think that's yeah, a problem? Yeah, it is. But, yeah, so hopefully I won't have to. But my, my wife enjoys me wearing a face mask, so she doesn't have to put <laughs> up with with the mug. But, um, but, you know, that's just, again, ugly Americans unite I'm very excited, uh, but but I'm just looking forward to getting back on the stage and making people laugh. And yes. uh, man, I really really appreciate you guys. Maybe I can I, can I end with a joke? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. This is one of my favorite jokes. The guy goes, he's in court. He goes before the judge, and the judge says, "Sir, you've been brought up here on murder charges." It says here, your first wife died from drinking tea. Your second wife died from drinking tea, but your third wife died from a bullet into the head. Can you explain? And he says, yeah, she wouldn't drink the tea. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually read something today that, you know, a lot of people, uh, on a down note, that there's a lot of domestic violence right now because people are stuck with each other more than normal. But you know what they said about the wives? Just poison the husband because they're not doing autopsies right now. They'll just say it's corona, you know? Exactly. (laughs) That's oh, right, God. and we're and we're all wearing gloves too, so there's no fingerprints. Right, no autopsy, <laughs> nothing. Nobody cares. They just do it, you know. But, That's uh, right. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to your show. Um, oh God, what's this? What's it again? Cooking. Something smells funny. Something smells funny. Yes, I got to write that down because I want to post. Yeah, it the, 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 the show. cooking show featuring stand-up comedians, and yes. we're going to start pitching that. And like I said, if any of your listeners want to DM me. Um, through Mr. Punchline or Something Smells Funny, you can go to either Facebook page, Mr. Punchline or Something Smells Funny. And, uh, yeah, but we have a couple of networks that we're taking it to. Or if anyone out there has a um, someone who works at a network or a friend of a network, um, you know, let Joanne know. She can let me know. And uh, there will be uh, – people need cash right now, so we're going to offer a really nice um, – as far as money goes, we're going to give a nice big finder's fee to anybody who can help us uh, get this show on TV. But I, I, like I said, we have a, we have our foot in the door with a couple of places, but we could always use some more contacts. But like you said, everyone really is excited about it. So hopefully um, between is now there, and the end of the year. Scott, is there a trailer we, or something you can uh, send me so I can share it? Because I do have a lot of Facebook friends that are in the industry. So you never know. I will do that. I will ab- yeah. absolutely do that. I will send you the link, and you guys can look at it, and it's a lot of fun. And, um, man, we're just looking forward to it. Uh, but, hey, you guys be safe. Stay stay safe. Yeah. Cover your cough. You know? Yes. You too. So, I love social distancing. I haven't seen my wife's mom in months. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, there's one reason I I didn't mind Easter this year one bit, and I won't say why. <laughs> I know. I'll leave it at that. Because I didn't have to leave the house. So. <laughs> I hear you. 
And I'm sort of a homebody anyway, so this really isn't affecting me too much. I kind of digging it, you know. I'm, I, yeah. I, I, mentioned, I, I mentioned a couple of weeks. I haven't worn a bra in about two weeks now, which is really nice to let the girls just be free. So I'm digging oh, it. Hey, <laughs> hey, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> It is a nice I'm let, thing. I'm letting, I'm, I'm letting Lucy and Ethel out tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, you're crazy. I love you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my God. Thank I hope you, you guys Scott. Are Scott, we have a lot of people that listen to the show after the fact, so uh, I'm sure they're going to enjoy it thoroughly. Where can they get you again? Facebook, Mr. Punchline, and yeah, where else? Fa- Facebook, Facebook, Mr. Punchline, Facebook, Something Smells Funny. Um, uh, uh, MrPunchline.com If they want to go to Twitter It's at Clean Comic I'm clean, I'm a comic That's at Clean Comic on Twitter If they want to send me a tweet And of course, Donald Trump I love love to tweet Beware the tweets The tweets are coming (laughs) Tremendous, tremendous (laughs) tweets Well, thank you Oh my God, Scott, thank you so much It's been a pleasure And I'm so glad I got to know you Thank you to Eileen Mayo Who is my distant uh, cousin And uh, for hooking us up And putting us together So I I love it Yeah, thank you You, you, Do you know Eileen personally? I sure do She's she's so sweet And and we talk all the time on social media And it's because of her that, That she hooked me up with you two wonderful people So I'm blessed just to know you and have me back anytime, anytime. I would love to come back. Oh, we'd love to have you uh, back. You kidding? That'd be you great, the, Scott. Do you know the connection great. I have with Eileen? Do you know the connection I have with Eileen? No, what is that? Oh, she found me on Facebook and she's like, I think we're related. I'm like, oh my God, right? You know, so she's doing the, the whole DNA, uh, ancestry crap and all that. So we'll know soon enough. So it sounds very, very close to the fact that we are very related. And I would love that. I told her, I said, whatever the results are, we're family anyway. So I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. I spent, I spent, uh, oh, yeah, that'd be a blessing. I spent $300 on ancestry.com and I found out I'm white. So (laughs) (laughs) there's 300 bucks I won't get back. My gang name is Casper. So. My, my butler, my butler will stab you. But anyway, um, <laughs> well, you guys Scott, keep laughing. Yes, thank you for making me laugh. I really thank you, it. Scott. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All the best to you on the Something Smells Funny. Please send me something so that I can share it with uh, our our listeners and uh, our folks on Facebook. Hey, you never know. Like I said, I have a lot of uh, Facebook friends who are in the industry, so you never know. Great, great, because I have a lot of friends in low places, so that's not going to help me out. Mine are in low places too, but you know, you know, they still have a job doing what they do. But but I'm. I hear you. (laughs) I hear you. My dad never liked me. In fact, in fact, my I I was not even a planned birth. I was an accident. And um, in fact, my dad's nickname growing up for me was uh, Stupid Condom. So um, (laughs) a. Blessings uh, to you guys. You guys take care. Have a great rest of the night. Thank you, Scott. Take Stay care, safe. Scott. Stay Get safe. Healthy. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right, honey. Bye-bye. Bye.
Good night. Good night. Hasta pasta, everybody. Ciao for now. <laughs> 